Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Average Joe Show at AverageJoeShow.com, where everything is located. And of course, we're on email at talk at AverageJoeShow.com and on Twitter, Average Joe Show, all one word. I'm Corey Shred, as always. And joining me this week, like every other week, is Ward Miller. Hey, Ward, what's going on over there? Not much, Corey. How you been? Doing pretty good. Uh, weather's kind of getting flaky over here. Yesterday it was in the 60s, and now we're down in the 40s again. Yeah, and it's going to get colder. <laughs> yeah, well, if it gets any warmer, I'm really going to get afraid. No, it's going to definitely get colder because you're east of us, and it will get colder, trust me. The, <laughs> I, I've looked into my crystal ball and determined that it's going to get cold, and I'll say that the highs will be in the 30s and the lows will be in the 20s starting Let's see. Tomorrow's Sunday. By Monday, Monday, Tuesday, you're going to have highs in the 30s and lows in the 20s. In other words, the temperature right now over there is like that. Yeah, ca- he's trying to say. call me freaking Karnak. <laughs> you're right about that, though. Uh, we got a prediction for snow tomorrow, too, so I'm kind of afraid of that. You know, it's one of them things. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was watching. Uh, I, I'm off on Friday, so I was watching the Today Show this morning. No, it wasn't the Today Show. It was, in fact, it was Fox and Friends. And, mm-hmm. and they were talking about, you know, global warming and whatnot. And they, they weren't making fun of the fact that it's a big farce. But they were saying that it's snowing in Houston. Wow. You know, and, and they're like, it snows in Houston like once every four years. And it's already snowing in Houston. So it's like, well, you know, and... and I have a little rant to go on. Why is the major news networks not reporting the story of the 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 fudging of the numbers on the climate stuff? I, I just I can't figure it out. You know, it's like when Watergate happened, everybody jumped on it. This is climate gate. It's the same damn thing. They colluded with the government in order to give us false information. You know, cap and trade, uh, all this other crap. And, and basically, you know, this thing where Obama's on his way to uh, where they're having the, the Copenhagen. You know, basically, think about it like global redistribution of the wealth. What they're going to do is they're going to say, okay, all these countries that produce all this carbon, it's your fault that global warming's happening. So you're going to pay a penalty of X number of dollars, and we're going to take that money and give it to the poorest countries that aren't contributing to global warming so that they'll have money so, you know, because it's not their fault. And it's like, what? Why? I, I just... If one of our viewers can explain this to me in terms that I can understand, I would really appreciate it. 
because I just can't figure it out. It, there's no logical reason for our government to lie to us and to and for the main and for the mainstream media not to report the fact that they're lying to us. You know, Fox News does it and everybody says, oh, Fox News is bad, blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. If Fox News is bad, at least they're reporting the truth. There were there are these emails. They do exist. They're open to the world on the internet because a hacker broke in and stole them, right? No one is disputing the legitimacy of these emails. No one. They're not saying, no, that's not right, you know? And when they, they asked Barbara Boxer, the senator from um, California, do you know what her comment was? We need to go after the hacker. Wait a minute. He exposed the fact that you fuckers lied to us. Why do we have to go after him? But, all right, I'm done with my rant. <laughs> Talk at AverageJoeShow.com. Let us know. Yay, nay, whatever Ward wants to know. Yeah, tell, email tell us me, there. Just explain to me why we can't be told the truth. Is it because we can't handle the truth? Is, is that why that they feel that they're the nanny state and they're going to protect us from the truth? I, I just don't get it. I don't know either. Personally, I don't know. Let's start with our stories this week. <laughs> yeah, now, now that I've been king of Buzzkill. <laughs> Mr. Buzzkill himself over here. Okay, Ward, uh, Christmas is coming up, and you've got a story that actually talks about that. Yeah, apparently – and it's funny because it comes from Pittsburgh. Uh, apparently, they had gone in – and you remember the song, Growing Up the 12 Days of Christmas? And yeah. a partridge and a pear tree, blah, blah, blah. Well, they have this guy – uh, apparently in Pittsburgh, who figured out what the cost of buying all the items in the 12 day of Christmas would be. And it comes out to $87,403. And just as comparison, last year it was $86,609. So the price is up just 794 bucks. But they, they, did this massive calculation, which is very funny. And I mean, they figured into, into like the five golden rings, they figured mm -hmm. out that the, the price of gold has increased 43%. So instead of the five gold rings being $150, they ended up being $500. And, and if you check out the story, we'll have the, the, uh, in the show notes, you can read through the rest of them. Um, but it's really funny as how they calculated everything. I mean, they, they said that the most expensive goods were the seven swans of swimming at $5,250, but their cost decreased 6.3% from last year. You know, so when you, it's just kind of funny that when you read it, it's like, well, you could buy the cost of 10 Lords of Leaping is $4,414 per performance. 11 Pipers Piping is $2,285 per performance. And 12 Drummers Drumming is $2,475 per performance. So they've actually calculated everything in the whole song. And, you know, it, it's just, uh, it's hysterical. I thought it, that that's one of the reasons I submitted it. I thought it was just one of the funniest stories I ever read that to buy everything in the 12 days of Christmas, it would cost you $87,000. You know what? For some reason, I thought it would be a lot more than that. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't even I know where to go buy you know, I, I'd like to rent out uh, 10 Lords of Leaping, please. 
Where do you get that? You know, I don't know. I, uh, apparently, I mean, San Francisco, maybe? I don't know. Well, I, I'd imagine it would have to be in England because they're the only place that has lords. True. You know, I mean... Um, but, it, I mean, yeah, could you find 10 lords? I mean, I guess... I guess the people that work in the in Parliament is our lords. Yeah, I don't. And and, so. and I guess that that their price for for leaping is uh, four thousand four hundred fourteen dollars. Uh, you know, yeah. now the eleven pipers piping, I, I I think that that's bag pipers, and, and I can understand that's about right. I mean, unless unless you're talking like you know uh, some other pipes, <laughs> other pipe pipes there are out there. To, yeah, to, I mean. Pipe. Yeah, I mean, it'd have to be bagpipers um, and twelve drummers drumming. You know, they could get me for a lot cheaper than two grand to perform. You know, you know what? You could probably get some high school drummers. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Well, you know, you know especially if you're a good-looking teacher who you know will ply them with wine, whatever. You know, nine ladies dancing. You could probably get some old ladies from the uh, you know some dance hall or something like that. Some wallflowers. Dude, you get some strippers. What are you talking about? Shit. You only have to pay them per the dollar. Exactly. You, know? you throw a couple, you, toss in the bus. you throw a couple bucks at them. We're good to go. But eight maids of milking, eight maids of milking. Hmm. I mean, uh, I don't maids. You'd have to get them from like Wisconsin or something. Yeah. But I don't, you know, you think of maids, you think of like, uh, you know, like women that or men that clean houses and apartments and shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think men are called maids. I think that they are butlers or well, something to that effect. Yeah, what they, would they call them? I guess butler. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess we're hitting the stereotypes here and trying to figure out what's what. What is it? Uh, nine, it's talkatavergejoeshow.com. <laughs> seven swans of swimming. Now, now, is that just the swans or does that include water too? Because Well, you'd have to get them like, like one of them little floaty pools. Okay, so you get that at Walmart. Yeah, you get that at Walmart for a couple bucks, you know. But then you still got to rent the swans. Well, you probably could probably go out to like one of the the parks, the county parks, and you know get a big net and grab them there. I think that's kind of illegal, though. Uh, well, it doesn't say it had to be legal. Well, yeah, but I mean, Christ, if you stole any, if you stole everything, it, the twelve days of Christmas cost you nothing. <laughs> now, six six geese a lane. Are they laying each other? Why do you got to take everything right into the gutter? It's it, it's just a simple Christmas song that's supposed to make you feel good, and of course Corey takes it to sex. Are they laying eggs? Are they? Are what they else laying? would they be laying? <laughs> I don't know, laying pipe. I don't know. Taking it into the gutter. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was talking about. Okay, you're right. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's it's interesting. It's something that, you know, some guys just had some fun and figure out what the hell it would cost to, to do this. I see this story every, what, three, four years? Well, apparently they do it every year. Um, and this is done by uh, PNC Wealth Management. And like I said, the story came out of Pittsburgh. That's what caught my eye, and that's why I submitted it. But USA picked it up, apparently. PNC is one of the big banks here in uh, – in Pittsburgh. So their finance group is the ones that figured out the price of all this Christmas merriment. Right. Speaking of Christmas merriment, uh, we have a follow-up from last week's, uh, or two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, Episode 56, two weeks ago. If you guys remember the, uh, last year, the post office cut the, uh, 
letters to Santa um, uh, service that they had volunteers doing because apparently there was a man in Maryland that was recognized as a sexual offender. And, you know, they immediately shut down the service because apparently they don't know how to do background checks or make sure the people coming in are, you know, are safe to be around children, even if they're not directly just writing letters. Well, apparently it was announced on November 20th, and this story was just posted a couple days ago, that the post office reversed the decision and allow volunteers to run of, of North Pole, Alaska to run the program now. So now, that, but that, now they're saying the postmaster general is saying that they have protections put in place. They're redacting the last name and address of the children before they send any letters on. Really, doesn't that seem like that's more work than just doing background checks on the people writing the letters? You'd think. I mean, what are you gonna do? So, so I mean, I don't understand this. A child handwrites a letter. What are you gonna do? Photocopy it, take a black marker, cross off their last name and address. I mean, it's asinine. Yeah, but at least it's well. Here's at the least thing. they're putting effort into the fact that they want, you know, that they're looking out for the kids. I, I can. I, I'm all behind protecting kids. You know, you're, you're but, never going to hear me say anything wrong about that. I, I totally dig. I, I totally understand what you're saying. You know, about having to redact and whatnot. You know the. the the way to really fix that is just to have a better uh, screening process for people that are going to be volunteers. You have to be, you know, it, it, down here to work in a hospital, and I don't know what the the act is. There's a, a certain uh, background check you have to pass that so that if you were to work in a children's hospital or something, that you're not a sex offender. I totally right. dig that. I don't have a problem with that. And I think that they should have the same sort of policy now maybe you know they they run this on some kind of a donation thing i don't know you run it on some kind of a donation thing you use the donations to come in for the volunteers to get them background checks you know i don't think that if if it was me and i said okay you know what i'm going to volunteer my time to to look after these kids i shouldn't have to to pay for my background check out of my pocket i'm a volunteer but I think that they should come up with money for it. Maybe, and I'm not saying start it this year or start it this year, you know, it, like in January, get a fund together so that you can do background checks on everybody that, that wants to do this. I totally dig it. Well, well, here's the thing is, is this service that they're talking about, this specific service, all the letters go to the town in North Pole, Alaska. So everybody doing the letter responding is going to be working in one post office. So the I'm assuming the background checks can all be done on, you know, on, on an Alaska level because I can't see people – well, I don't know. People, I guess, could, could move from the continental U.S. up there that have like criminal records or whatever. Yeah, but my point is when – no, you don't check everybody in, in North Pole, Alaska or whatever. What you do is, okay, Corey walks in the door and says, you know what? I'd like to write letters for Santa. Okay. Put your name and address here, and we're going to do a background check on you, and we'll let you know. Okay. I mean, that's legitimate. I, I don't have, I don't see a problem with that. No, I, I don't either. But the th- what I'm saying, though, I agree with you totally. But but the the thing is, everybody that's doing this service is only in North Pole, Alaska. It's not like it's like 
places all across the country. So it's not going to cost that much money, you know, because no. obviously you're not going to have 10,000 people in one town doing it. It's going to probably be like two or 3,000. It's not going to – I don't think it will be that many. I know. I'm not – I don't know how many. I mean they say they got 150,000 letters a year from children around the world. So, I mean it's got to be you know it, a couple thousand people. But even so, I mean and, – and anybody that doesn't have anything to hide would have no problem – with that, and you would think that I mean the post office is a quasi you know government agency. No, it is a government agency. It's run and by it's the United quasi- States government. Uh, no, it's a quasi government agency. You know why? Because I worked there, and those pussies wouldn't give people off holidays and shit. I mean, seriously, it's they're privately private owned to a point, but they're they're also government agency. They're they they flip flop. They do whatever they feel like doing. But um. Whether they are or not, they're connected to the government. They should be able to get these background checks done instantaneously, pretty much. And of course, they shouldn't pay anything for it. That should be a service, you know, given to them free of charge. It's it's a for something like this, the government would look so much better if they did something like that. You know, I don't know how hard it would be. I mean, really, if you think about it, you know, I mean, especially in today's day and age, they should have the ability to. you know, have some kind of a main line into the FBI database. Right. And you walk in and say, my name's Corey and my social security number is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And I would like to respond to letters from Santa. And they type your name and social security number into this computer. And 10 seconds later, it comes up and goes, well, he's not a pedophile, but he'll fuck anything that moves. Yeah. Okay. He's in, you know, whatever. But that's the way it should work. I mean, it's, uh, and that way it doesn't cost anything. You're not paying for a, you know, a top secret SCI security clearance. Right. You know, you're not having to do the background check and all that stuff. You're just basically looking to see if they have a record and hell police can pull up your record at a traffic stop now. Uh-huh. So I, I don't see why they couldn't, you know, Hey, you're during your interview process. Yeah. I want to write letters from Santa. What's your name? Dip, dip, dip. All right. You're in or. Well, it says here that you were arrested for kitty porn in, you know, 1989. Get out of the, you know, get the hell out of here. Right. It, it, it should be that simple. Yeah. I mean, it, it should be instantaneous. Yeah. I mean, it really, it really should be. Like I said, especially in today's day and age where police can check you out. Well, why can't, I mean, it, like I said, it's North Pole, Alaska. Why can't they go through, you know, the police station or something like the police up there? You would think the police would be bending over backwards to do that for them. Yeah, well, I mean, their other thing is, you know, it's too easy for them to say, you know, just say, shut it down. I mean, and that's what they did initially. And I think that there was a backlash because of our viewers, or Uh our listeners, rather, that went and they protested and said, hey, you guys got to, you know, hold, you know, let these volunteers respond to letters from Santa from these kids. And thank you, viewers or listeners, for, for standing up for the kids. But, well... I, I did write him a letter, but and, and okay, it was my letter that pushed him over the edge and decided that they were going to do this. I don't think that they needed to do any kind of redaction type thing because that adds more work to it. Uh, just give them the ability to, to run a background check the same as you give police officers who pull you over for a speeding ticket. Right, and they're not and they're not doing the background checks all year round. They're going to do it once a year on these select people that want to volunteer for the service, and that's it. Yeah. Plain and simple. 
All right. Well, moving on from dangerous people that want to send letters to the post office to something else that's very dangerous. Yeah. Apparently, 10-pin bowling is dangerous. Now, the reason I picked this story, it has nothing to do with a any kind of weird hatred I have for bowling. It has to do with the fact that, that they spent 250,000 pounds, all right, which is about – Say half a million. That's it's closer to three quarters of a million U.S. dollars. A lot of money. It's a ton a of, of money, just for them to say, you know what? It's dangerous. Of course, it's dangerous. You got a ten-pound ball that you're swinging, you know, on a slick surface, wearing slick shoes. Yeah, it anything's potentially dangerous when you do that. My complaint with the story is they spent almost three quarters of a million dollars. To have a study to tell you something that is, duh. There was a story this week, and I didn't send it to you because I didn't think about it. It, it, it goes along the same lines. There was a Canadian company or a Canadian study done to determine whether or not men like porn. <laughs> and they spent half a million dollars. Now, I don't know what the exchange rate is with Canadian money versus U.S. money, but half a million uh, – we're, we're going to say it's the same, just for okay. argument's sake. They spent half a million dollars to determine that men like porn. I could have told them that for fucking nothing. Of course men like porn. That's what we do. Or, or, I, did, did I take you – I made him speechless. No, no, no. I'm looking at a porn video right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's like it's like I want to know who the hell gives these these uh, research groups money to do stuff like this. You know the the thing that's funny is usually these things are sponsored by the government. Well, the funny thing here is I read the story before I I, I chose it, and paragraph three says they concluded that it was too easy for children or teenagers to run down lanes and get trapped in machinery that sets up the pins, even though there is was no record of such accidents ever having happened. Yeah. I mean... You can get hurt doing anything, Absolutely. Really. You know, okay, well, I guess that, that riding in cars can be potentially bad because there's, the, uh, there's always the chance that you could be in a wreck. Do, do you need a quarter million dollar study for that? No. No. I mean, seriously, you know, you could take a bath and easily drown yourself too if you try. Yeah, but my question is, I mean, there's, and the thing is, I, I'm, I may try and do this before the next show is look up and see how many of these insane studies are going on. You know, or here, here's better yet, we'll, we'll have a contest with our viewers. Or our listeners. I keep saying viewers. It just seems more natural. Well, probably because I do a video show. But our listeners, go out on the internet. Here's your homework assignment, boys and girls. Go out on the internet and find as many stupid studies that you can find and send them to Talk at Average Joe show. And we'll, we'll, we'll report on it as, as soon as we can compile a bunch of them. We'll we'll even uh, we'll even give you credit if you if you send us absolutely one in too. absolutely we'll we'll give you all the props that, that you deserve. Find how many you know studies on bugs, 
You know, I, I've seen studies where, you know, this certain kind of beetle has sex 60 times a day. You know, who gives a damn? They're fucking Paul McCartney. Bugs. Talking about Paul McCartney? Paul McCartney. He said Beatles having sex 60 times a day? When he was younger. <laughs> he probably was. I'm sure he was. He, he was the same thing. He was doing everything to move. But, yeah, because th- these stories are so uh, prevalent. You guys, tell us what you think. Uh, we're looking for uh, input. We're, we want to build our community, and we want to know what you think. I mean, it's real easy for us to stand, to you know, sit here and, and talk to you and tell you these guys are morons. If you think that these studies are valid and 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 worth two hundred fifty thousand pounds or three quarters of a million dollars, tell us that. Send us an email. Say you guys are totally way off base. Or if you say, you know what, spending 500, you know, half a million dollars to determine that men like porn is a waste of our tax dollars. Because bottom line is, you know, the, the university may be doing the study, but the government's paying for the study. You know, you can go in, if you work at a college, you can walk in and say, you know what, I want a government grant to study whether or not men like porn. And you can submit that as a grant. If someone in the government goes, hey, you know what? That might be good to know. How much is it going to cost? It's going to cost a half a million dollars. Do it. You're paying for this kind of stupidity. I I just think it's hilarious how they try to come up with ways to say you can get hurt in a bowling alley. Yeah, and and you're... 100% 100% right. You can get hurt anywhere. My, my rant is against the, the, the stupidity of these studies and, and the amount of money that it costs everybody to find out stuff that you knew. A half right. million dollars to find out that guys like porn is a stupid study. I could have told you that for nothing. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you that again for a quarter million dollars. I'll save you <laughs> half. How's that? Well, the, the funny thing is, though, why didn't they spend 10,000 pounds, 25,000 pounds, and f- try to figure out how to make the bowling alley safer instead of trying to figure out if it's dangerous or not? Because every place can be made safer. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, you know. But the you thing know, is, like you said, you know, yes, they could. It could happen. Someone could run all the way down through the bowling alley and nobody see them and crawl into the thing that comes down to set the pins and squash them. Could it happen? Uh Yeah. Has it ever happened? No. It just doesn't, you know, it it just doesn't make sense to me. A lot lot of things don't make sense. (laughs) Speaking of not making sense, the next story I got is from Sweden. It's really weird story. Kind of remind me of something that Ward brought to the table some weeks ago. Uh, Apparently, there's a man named Ingmar Westlund, 68-year-old man, who found his dead wife's body, Agnesta, Agneta, something like that, 63. She was uh, down by a lake in the village back in September 2008. Well, of course, first thing the police did was arrest him and put him in custody for 10 days. But apparently, the case has just been dropped after forensic analysis found elk hair and saliva in the wife's clothes. So apparently, a wife killed his wife. A what? 
uh, uh, his wife. Hello. <laughs> wow, you know, funny just, I'm reading. You just flipped me out. I'm like, what? His wife killed a wife. <laughs> uh, you, oh my god! Try it again. And apparently, <clears throat> an elk killed this man's wife. <laughs> I just. When the, you know what's what, what's what I get take well what I take from this story. Mm-hmm. You know, if you would think about it, you know, 10 or 20 years ago, before they used forensics at all, this guy right. stays in prison. Oh, hell yeah. You know, the fact that they were able to, you know, forensically analyze and say, whoa, 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 whoa. we find hair, but that's elk hair. That's not human hair. And we find saliva and this saliva is elk saliva. It's not, you know, a hundred, you know, 20 years ago, they would have just said, well, she's dead. He's here. He did it. He has, yeah. you know, he doesn't have any kind of a motive. I mean, not any kind of motive, any kind of an alibi, you know, and, and I'm sure he's going, I didn't do it. It, it had to be an elk. They're, yeah. Right. I'm just curious how, what caused an elk? Cause the story says that they're usually shy animals and run away from humans. What, what caused this elk to, you know, go crazy. It could be rabies. Yeah. You know, I mean, it it is a woodland animal, and you know if it comes upon an, another woodland animal that's infected, chomp it gets bit. Next thing you know, it's you know goring people because you know elks are pretty freaking big, and and they have big racks with very freaking sharp points on them. <laughs> so they could, I'm sure they can do a lot of damage. Yeah, well, the, the end of the story here. If you go to averagejoshow.com and check the link out, it says uh, according to. Uh, Swedish Radio International that these animals can become aggressive after eating fermented fallen apples. Well, then that's uh, that's basically alcohol. Yeah, they got drunk. Yeah, that's so a big. It's a big drunk elk or moose. There's a moose yeah. loose in the hoose. <laughs> well, this is Sweden, unfortunately, so you can't use the hoose. But it's the same thing. Yeah, it's, it it, it's funny. Give me a break. It's funny. I pulled this story up. It reminded me of the story of some weeks ago you had where the, the big deer attacked the cement deer and killed itself. Yeah. It's like this is its revenge. It's, you know? Oh, yeah. Apparently, appa- apparently the elk read, our, read that story and said, the hell with this shit. I'm going to go kill a human and, and balance it out. I just I, – I don't know, man. I mean wouldn't you, I mean, wouldn't you think there would be marks? To, I mean because you think this, this moose or elk you know, rammed the woman – there would be like you know, puncture wounds or something on her to to make to make it not look like he did it. Well, you know, you know the thing is though. Now think about this: it's a sixty-three-year-old woman. It, I mean, it's very possible that this you know you get a moose running at you full tilt, you know, and, and it, it, either moose or elk. Just, I just said a moose because they're bigger. Well, it says they're the same thing. The European elk is a moose. Okay, so it, well, I know that a that a, a moose, a Canadian moose, is two thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. All right, it, which weighs as much as a car. You get a right. car running at you full tilt and drills her. I mean, that could, I mean, just the fact that it hit her could have caused that kind of, you know, could have killed her. I mean, Christ, a car can hit you and kill you and not leave any kind of distinguishing puncture wounds. You know, I mean, it puts its head down, boom, drills you, you know, and you're dead. So I, You're right I mean, that. it doesn't have to actually, you know, you don't have to bleed out. You could just die from blunt force trauma. Speaking of wanting to die from blunt force trauma, this next story kind of made my stomach turn. Yeah, I had to do this because I, I found this, um, 
this link this week. And, you know, we always talk about food on the show, or I do at least, you know, and I find the, the, the biggest hamburger or whatever. And there's, and you really have to go to the show notes for this to, to see these things because they're ridiculous. Uh, the, the one, the one on the first, cause there's uh, 20 pictures of different things. And the first one is a 15 pound belly buster burger. And it doesn't tell me what's on it, but it's, you see the picture. It looks, it looks disgusting. You go to the web show.com and check the link out. It's just, I don't even know how big that is. It says 15 pounds. Yeah. It says 15 pounds. Holy shit. I mean, it's this huge roll. It looks like. It looks like provolone cheese. Yeah, like a half a pound of provolone cheese. It's all yeah. over the place. It's lettuce, crazy. lettuce, tomatoes. It looks like there's like some sort of peppers in there, some sweet peppers, onions. It's probably got ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise in there. But it, and it's got like a dozen pickles on top too. Yeah, but then click the next button. Oh, I, you know, I started clicking these today, yesterday, and I started to get my stomach to turn. The, the next one is cool. It's deep fried butter. Seriously? Yeah. Does that even sound healthy? No. Uh, Who the hell would want to eat a ball of butter put in fat and then with powdered sugar on top? Here's one. If uh, if chili dog is too boring for you, meet the ham dog. It's a hot dog encased in a beef patty that's been deep fried, drawn in chili, cheese, and onions. It's topped with a fried egg and served on a hoagie bun with a side of french fries. You can get that at Mulligan's in Atlanta. That, like I said, you go through some of these and they're just so, you know, now, now some of them look disgusting. Now, here's a bacon cheeseburger. Everybody knows that bacon cheeseburgers are bad for you. Yeah. But they take the, the bacon cheeseburger and they put it between a, a split grilled Krispy Kreme donut. I've heard that before. People using donuts to make sandwiches. Yeah, and it's called the Crazy Burger. It's 1,500 calories. And you can get that outside West Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, (laughs) At the fair's Better Living Center. (laughs) I can't make this up. It's seriously, you got to look at that. Now, this one does look good. The next one. Okay, I was hoping you were going to talk about that. That looks good. Talk about that one. Yeah, it's... It looks like a hamburger, except mm-hmm. it's a charbroiled uh, all beef patty, a fried egg, crispy bacon, American cheese, hash brown nuggets, and ketchup on a sesame seed bun. It's only 830 calories, which is amazing. Yeah, and it looks good as hell. Well, you know what it looks like they did? It looks like they took a breakfast sandwich and a burger from lunch and just put them together. Yeah. I mean, the the eggs folded real nice, and they look like the McDonald's hash rounds. Yeah, the little round ones, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it looks like. So, I mean, that might be a McDonald's thing. It's Carl's. Carl's 830-calorie uh, breakfast burger. Now, the next one I've heard of, the, the poutini, I believe it's called. It's a it's a Canadian it's it's basically a Canadian dish. It's uh, French fries with cheese curds and brown gravy on it. Well, you know what, down south when I lived down south, uh, fries with gravy was not out of the ordinary. Now with the cheese curd, I don't know if I'd like that. Well, but the cheese, okay. I mean, don't get me wrong, French fries and gravy rock. 
Well, apparently in New Jersey, there's like a Jersey style, which is uh, fries, mozzarella, and gravy. And that's pretty good. That would be decent. I, I don't, yeah, I don't you know, know if I'd be a big – I'm not a big fan of cheese curd. No. I, I don't know. It's just like – it's like the lumps of the cottage cheese basically is what I think of. Yeah, and it's just you know? not real appealing. I don't know. I mean that's that's a Canadian thing, but uh, well, the, that one's not so bad. The next one's pretty good too. Looks good. Uh, it was from uh, the Food Network's Paula Dean. It's a square of macaroni and cheese wrapped in bacon, dredged in flour and egg, and coated with breadcrumbs. Then it's fried in oil. That looks good. That looks awesome. That looks really good. That'd be great if they could make those like nugget size. Well, I think you just pop. One I up. think there's a place in. Uh, I want to say it's either New York or New Jersey I saw on the Food Network, and they were talking about this place. I can't remember the name of it, but they'll fry anything. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard I, of that. I can't remember what the name is. It, but, in fact, like on the, the next picture is they did deep-fried pizza. And I know that they do that in this place. And it, it, I want to say it's – maybe it's New York. I'm not sure, but they have a big, they showed it on the thing. It has a big, uh, union Jack flag outside. Uh And, uh, and they were the ones I think that invented the next item, the deep fried Twinkie, which deep fried, dude, think about this deep fried Twinkie on a stick covered in powdered sugar and drizzled with chocolate. That's yeah. Yeah, that's it's like porn. I've yeah, that is that's food porn basically. Yeah. you know. Well, the, but I've and the s- next is the deep fried Oreos, of course, and we've talked about well, them yeah. on the show. And I've seen like deep fried Snicker bars and stuff like that too. Uh, I don't even know if that's in this list. Uh, what's next? Crispy uh, cream, crispy cream bread pudding. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm looking to see. It says uh, it includes two dozen of the company's signature glazed donuts, one can of sweetened condensed milk. Two cans of fruit cocktail, one box of raisins, and is and the baked delight is covered with a rum, a butter rum sauce, made from combining a stick of butter and a pound of connect confectioner sugar and rum. I think I'll just drink the rum. You can keep the rest. Dude, that looks awesome though. And then the next one I look at. You got you guys check this out. AverageJoeShow.com. You got the next one is chocolate covered bacon. Bacon is always good. Ba- well, I know there's like the bacon cookies and stuff like that, but 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 here's the kicker. You look at the picture: four dollars and fifty cents for a quarter pound. That's fucking expensive. It's expensive, but do you ever get uh, chocolate covered pretzels? Yes. Okay, and you know how you bite into the pretzel and you get that chocolate and salty taste, and mm-hmm. it's so freaking good. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing. Bacon has that salty taste, salty, smoky taste to it. You mix that with chocolate. Just imagine how good that would be. That would be good, actually. You're, the way you mentioned it, that would be good. Yeah. Then, but I don't think I'd spend $4.50 for a quarter pound, though. Well, no. I, I'd figure out how to make it myself. <laughs> We're not fat enough as it no. is, guys. <laughs> no, I am fat, and that's why I'm fat, because I don't, I don't – make any bones about the fact that i will eat uh the next is the bad boy chocolate pizza yeah and, that can be done yeah that's that looks that's, it, that's no it doesn't even look good i mean it's chocolate what? and marshmallow i don't want marshmallow on fu- my pizza 
No, no. What the fuck is the next one? <laughs> Seriously. Are you serious? <laughs> Ford, Ford, talk to me about this. What is this? It is syringes filled with chocolate. Now, that, that, I mean, it's they're syringes. There's no needles in, in, involved, but I think it's just more for the, you know, hey, you can get a syringe full of chocolate. Dude, I would eat these things by the dozen. What the? Seriously. Dude, just shooting. Oh, man. Seriously. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's one of them confectioner things. Well, no, the next one is the best. What's I got to look. I haven't even gone there. I was still amazed on the. Oh, yes. Now, the bypass burgers. Yes, there is the triple bypass and the quadruple bypass. And uh, there's an Arizona restaurant. And, and they don't, you know, they, they call it the heart attack grill. Oh, I wish we had uh, Tyler on the show this week. Yeah, we'd have to ask him about it. Um, mm-hmm. And it says if you're over 350 pounds, they'll let you eat it for free. That's an insult. You, you roll in, they go, hey, man, you look like you're about 350. Want a burger? Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But the, the price of it, it's $13 for the quadruple bypass. And if you think about it, that's not that expensive. Go to like a Chili's or an Applebee's and get yourself a regular burger. Yeah, I guess you're, I mean, for, in that part, you're right. But you look at this, it looks like it's got mozzarella cheese. It's like two types it, of it's cheese. It's a beef patty, mozzarella cheese, tomato, American it's a big cheese, beef patty. another beef patty, mozzarella cheese, tomato, American cheese, onion, another beef patty, uh, mozzarella cheese, tomato, Keep, onion, beef patty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Repeat ad nauseum. And yeah. it, it, but it's from the Heart Attack Grill in Arizona, and it looks really good. Uh, I don't. The next one <laughs> I don't even, doesn't. I mean, it, what the hell? That doesn't even look impressive. No, that, that's Hardee's. Oh, that's our monster thick burger they yeah. have, which is it's two big patties, a bunch of cheese, bacon, and you know condiments in it. Yeah, but it's fourteen hundred and twenty calories. It's a third of a pound of beef. That's it. Yeah, I mean it's it it, it it's nowhere near as impressive as the the cardiac burgers. Oh, hell no. Um, the next one, it's a Crystal's Monster Thick Burger. Once again, not impressive. I've been there, done that. It, Agreed. Uh, the next one is Quiznos Tuna Melt. Now, you'd think tuna melt, that can't be that bad. That tuna melt is 2,000 calories and 175 grams of fat. Now, I'm looking at this tuna melt. Let, let me describe what this tuna melt is. It looks like a six-inch sub roll. Um, tuna fish, which looks pretty dry in my opinion. Mayonnaise on the top and the bottom. Lettuce. Cheese, American cheese. A couple slices of American cheese. A couple tomatoes. And it looks like it's baked. And you're going to tell me that's 2,000 calories? Uh, I don't know what kind of cheese that is. It, 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 they have to be getting the calories from the, either from the cheese or the bread. Because I mean, tuna really, fish has absolutely like no calories at all. Unless the mayonnaise they're using has got some, I don't know. I mean, really, I mean, it's either the cheese, the bread, or the mayonnaise that really makes that up. Yeah, I get two thousand calories out of it. Honestly, if I was getting that, first of all, you know, I'm just like you would. I don't count calories. But if I'm going to Quiznos and I get that, I'm not expecting to be, you know, my whole day's worth of uh, caloric intake. Yeah, and I mean, the the normal person's caloric intake for a day should be twenty two hundred calories. Right. You know. 
And then when you consider like a Snickers bar is like 500, uh, <laughs> you know, so basically all day you can have a Snickers bar and a tuna fish sandwich from Quiznos. Um, <laughs> well, the last one, we'll, we'll hit number 20. Uh, before there were 15 burgers and deep fried Oreos, there was the one pound pastrami sandwich at the Carnegie Deli. The siren sandwich has been intoxicating and fattening tourists for generations. That looks awesome. <laughs> First of all, I, I love a good pastrami sandwich from a deli. I would eat that without even hesitating. Oh, yeah. That is beautiful. That is a beautiful sandwich. Yeah, and, and it probably stop your heart like freaking immediately. But that's the way to go, my friend. Exactly. Uh, a a one-pound pastrami sandwich would be oh, – dude, I could eat a pastrami sandwich like right now. Oh, I, I can eat pastrami any, any time of the day. I'm thinking about calling my wife and tell her to bring me one home. Mm, something about going to the deli and getting a fresh sandwich. Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know what's funny is I just ate dinner now. Now I'm getting hungry again. Damn it. All right. Oh. We, let, well, the, go ahead. One thing I just want to say, that, that it, this irritates me. This is a generalization about this website. Is I can't stand these websites that post these blogs or articles where you have to click to go to the next page. You know, try to put it all on one page if you can. Really, you know, this is just for more, ad, you know, getting more ad placements and more revenue and all that shit. Well, it doesn't look like the, the, it looks like it's just changing out the, the picture. So it doesn't, the, yeah, the sidelines and stuff and the ads stay about the, the same. The, the, ban, the banner ad on the top keeps changing though. Oh, cause I. Well, it keeps refreshing. So they probably get another view out of it, but, but it's just, it irritates me. It's like, I want to read a story. I just want to look at the story. I don't want to go, okay, part one done, click part two done, click. Just but what I like about it, though, is it keeps you in suspense. You're like, what's yeah. next? You know, and that that's what I liked about it, because going through it, it's like, oh, these look really good. Whoa, these look really good. And in all honesty, I made it to like the third or fourth one. And I was like, I got to stop now before I get any more nauseous. It was just now, some of them do wow. look good, though, dude. Oh, I agree. Some of them look great. And then some of them are just like it looks like someone just says, what can I add to this to make it even more disgusting? Yeah. Uh, speaking of disgusting, last story of the night. <laughs> I guess I already gave my opinion on this. And, story. and of course, it's your story. This story is submitted by me. Apparently, a, uh, a couple in England have earned thirteen hundred pounds. So what about three thousand dollars U.S. dollars? Yeah, something like that. From making three X-rated movies, and they plan on making four more so they can raise cash. For a beach ceremony in Cancun, Mexico, next June. And there's a picture of the couple there. Lovely couple that they are. Uh, the pair who have four children have played photographer and lingerie model who stripped for a romp and then appeared in a threesome. Uh, Lisa, 34, even dropped hot wax on Tommy's chest at a motorway service station. Uh, to recreate a scene from Madonna's 1993 movie, Body of Evidence. She also spanked him with a paddle, and she said, I was laughing my head off. I've told my mom and most of my friends, and they understand, it's always been our dream to have a fairy tale wedding. Tommy, 36, added, it's our five minutes of fame, something to look back on when we get older, it's brought us closer together. Now, that being said... <laughs> Go ahead. Wow. You know, I, I made a statement earlier 
that said that something to the effect of yes, men like porn. I don't think I could force myself to watch a porn with this chick in it. Sorry. Okay. For, full disclaimer. You know her. I have nothing. To, <laughs> no. <laughs> full disclaimer. First of all, we love our fans over there in in the UK. In fact, we have Chris on the show. So Chris, when you hear this, take it with a grain of salt. But she looks like your typical English woman. Homely. Yes. No, 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 no. I'm going to have to defend English women because not all English women look like this. This looks like a man. Look at her nose or his nose. It's nose. It's a rather large nose. We're up to its nose. Yeah. It is a large nose. It is a large nose. I think that there was a sex change involved and he's actually doing a guy. Oh, the crying game. Just, just my thoughts. Uh, yeah. no, Cause she, it is not attractive at all. No, no. Now the fact that she's wearing that big heavy coat, you know, she may be, you know, built like Angelina Jolie and just needs to have a bag on her head. That's not out of the realm of possibility. However, and, and they don't show any other pictures, you know, the least Thank they could, well, you don't know, like I said, I'm, I'm, you know, erring on the side of, you know, maybe if she had, you know, a bikini on, she might have a kicking body. It's just that, you know, she was beat with an ugly stick. She's got a butter face, right? A butter face? <laughs> yeah. She's got a great body, butter face. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, there's another story on here. Did you see this? The, What's the one that? with uh, Ronnie Wood that choked his uh, girlfriend. She's 20. No. Yeah, it's right underneath top stores. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Ron- Ronnie Wood's like 95. He's choking his 20-year-old girlfriend in the street. She should have kicked his ass because he's not that big a guy. And he's no. old. You know. Kick him in his John Blaze and haul ass. Um. <laughs> nah, it, it's a funny story, you know. Um, the fact that they've only made, you know, three thousand dollars. The fact that they made three thousand dollars or thirteen hundred pounds is pretty freaking amazing. Be- you, you know, yeah. because you know it, she's it, not on the cover. <laughs> you know, it's it, 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 it's basically you know a black cover with a big X on it. You know. See people fucking all kinds of crazy places. Oh, all right, I'll check that out. Bah! And I, I love how they how how one of them said, "Yeah, we told our our mom, and uh, yeah, you know, she understands that we want to have a fairy tale wedding, so we're gonna make money like this to do that." So you're fucking really? in the garage and filming it and dropping hot wax. I'll tell you what, somebody drops hot wax on my chest, they better be ready to fucking fight. Because <laughs> you burn me, I will fuck you up. That's just a personal preference. You know, if, so, only got- if somebody out there digs, you know, getting burned and hot wax and all that crap, God bless you. I'm not doing it. Well, here's the pisser too. They've only made $3,000 on three films. You sure as hell ain't going to burn me for that. We could be making $10 million on the film. You're not fucking burning me. I don't I, know about that. I, 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 I demand a stunt double. <laughs> And, and I, I love the fact that the guy. <laughs> Could you says imagine that, advertising for that? Uh, you know, fil- shooting porn film needs stunt double. <laughs> I don't even want, and I would be afraid. Like, yeah, 
I'll be the stunt double for porn. Okay, we're going to drip this fucking hot goddamn butter on your chest, mix it with some fucking wax. How do you like that? You're the stunt double. You ain't getting to do no fucking. <laughs> That's for the star. You're the stunt double. You get all the shit. <laughs> all the sick, twisted bullshit that I can think up is going to happen to you. You're going to have sex with this English woman. Yeah, that's where you bring in the stunt double. That's where you bring in. You bring in your dick. That's yours. Have fun. Exactly. <laughs> but I just think it's funny. Your head. And when you need the star's head, it'll just be a headshot. You know, and he's just. <laughs> you mean, you mean and he's grimacing neck, because right? he's looking at her. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and, and I love that the guy says it's their five minutes of fame, something they can look back on when they're older. They're going to regret it when they're older. Oh, absolutely. You know, their kids are going to find this shit, and they're going to be so. It's kind of what the fuck, you know. It's kind of like um, Pamela Anderson, you right? Know, her kids are getting to the point where they're old enough that they they're going to get on the internet, and they're you know what? Let's do a vanity Google and see you know check out mom. There's mom and oh yeah. There's mom and dad. Jesus Christ, Dan's got a snake. What's he doing with that snake? Why? Why is he? Whoa! What are you doing to mom? What's wrong with you? You know what I mean? And now they right. have to explain to their kids, you know how, you know we were so much in love, and he's sticking it in your ass. What's wrong with you? You know, and you know, <laughs> well, here's Uncle Brent. While I'm, <laughs> you know, while I was, you know, me and your daddy were having a little hard time. So here's me and Uncle Brett, and I'm, you know. Swallowing his dick, you know, and you know it, it's just ridiculous. This is not. It, it, I totally agree with you that looking back on this, you know, of course, some sick bastard is going to take this video, and they're going to turn it into an AVI, and they're going to post it on some website, and once it hits the web, it's there forever. Yep. You know, so their kids are going to see it, you know, and they have four kids. So, uh, yeah, that might, porn may not be your best solution for your, uh, and they only made 3000 bucks. So what are they gonna make $7,000 on seven films and they're going to call it a day? I, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, the, the 1300 pounds, what is that? Oh, so they made 13, uh, we got to do some math here. All right, go they, ahead and do that. They have, they've earned 1,300 pounds from three movies. Mm-hmm. So what's that? 1,300 divided by three is about four, four and a half, right? Four and a quarter, something like that. Right. All right, so it's four and a quarter, and they're planning on making four more movies. So take four and a quarter – I gotta bring up my calculator. So we take four and a quarter, multiply that by uh, a total of seven movies. Only gives you twenty nine seventy five. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna make it to Cancun. Well, yeah, okay. Well, here's the right now. I did a conversion. Thirteen hundred pounds right now is about twenty one hundred bucks. Okay. So, so do you do your conversion on twenty nine seventy five. All right. <laughs> okay. Even for the benefit of that, we we could just say three thousand. 
Okay, just, just, three thousand bucks. I'm in the United we'll just, States at three thousand. Okay, well, no, right now it's five thousand. Say it's five grand. It's going to be five grand. Five grand. Take two people to Cancun, Mexico, for five grand, for a beach wedding ceremony. Right. Five grand. That's, and by the way, that's that's seven films. That's seven films. Seven hundred and fourteen dollars a film they earned. In in American money. In American money. Well, I just left it in pounds, so that's why I said you got to convert twenty nine seventy five into American right, money. Right, which is which is about five thousand dollars. So five thousand yeah. dollars for two people to go to Cancun. And okay. I'm kind of wondering too if that is how much money they earned or how much money the DVD itself earned because it, uh, uh-huh. you know what I mean. You're right. You're right about that, because though. I mean, you're that... talking distribution costs, it, and they also appeared in a threesome, so they had to pay to a third person. Right. Because you'd have to pay me a lot of freaking money. Um, <laughs> it, just just a thought. I, I, I think we're overanalyzing this porn here. Yeah. And by <laughs> we the way, to break the out the calculators. Hey, we... <laughs> we're doing conversions online here. This is crazy. By the way, men do like porn, but I don't think I'd be watching this porn if I didn't have to. Yeah, because oftentimes I am forced to watch porn. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Your wife is awesome. That's all I can say. Dude, you, you'd be amazed. <laughs> On that note, let's wrap up this week's show. Because <laughs> I don't want to say anything bad about Ward's wife because I don't know her. Um, of course, you know, want to thank Ward for being here this week. And of course, Ward, where can we find you online? Uh, you can always find me at ibottamac.com or uh, macinlife.wordpress.com. I just brought that site up. Uh, that contains only the uh, videos and stuff that we do. Uh, I bought a Mac is more, uh, is Brent Spores uh, site. It's his brainchild. And uh, it has other articles uh, you know, where it's basically we're contributors to it and there's other people writing for it and you get different perspectives and different points of view. So check us out at either place. It's a great place. Check it out because if you're a Mac fan, it's something you should watch. And if you like Ward here, you got to check him out over there. Yeah, I'm much more sedate over there <laughs> because we're, we're, we're trying it. to do a tech show and, uh, you know, we, we're trying to do a tech show without the explicit tag. Yeah, <laughs> and if you if you watched Restaurant Food Fast he done before, uh, woof, you can tell where the explicit areas were on the show before he edited them out. Yeah, pretty much. So anyway, I want to thank Ward for being here this week. And um, you want to be a guest host on the show, go to averagejoeshow.com slash guest for details. By the way, last week we did a call out on uh, uh, Chrissy uh, Pardue. Remember I said last week, I said she said she was going to want to do the show? Yeah. Well, she emailed me. She's going to be on January 8th, I believe it is. Awesome. Who, yeah. Who's coming up next week? Next week, we have a very good question. <laughs> Son of a bitch. If you go to AverageJoeShow.com slash schedule, you will find that out, and I'm going to do that right now. I believe next week is if it's Ben. It's Ben Straw from uh, Ben's Tech Show. I figured you would have known that. I was giving you a softball, and, and you, you fumbled it all over the place. Uh, so yes so yeah you know what we're going to start doing that we're going to start mentioning who's on the show yeah who's, the who's coming week. up because you know I know a lot of people like uh, Tyler when he's on and um, 
What about Chris? When's Chris on again? I, I did Chris. As a matter of fact, I, I spoke to Chris about a couple weeks ago. I said, hey, Chris, what's going on? When are you going to be on the show? He said he's busy right now. He emailed me back. He said he'd love to be back on the show. Unfortunately, he's busy right now. So I'm going to wait until the beginning of the year again to touch base with him. He says he's busy for the rest of this year. He's got a lot of stuff going on. He's got the uh, 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 Chris and Phil Present podca- uh, podcast at chrisandphilpresent.com. And definitely, and it, you guys, check that out. It, it's really good stuff. Uh, Chris it's a, Chris it's is a, awesome. Great, oh, yeah, it's a great show. They're hilarious guys. So, yeah, we got Ben Straw next week for Ben's Tech Show. Uh, Tyler Hurst is on the week after at tdhurst.com. I'm trying to do a show. I put a, I put a link out there online if anyone wants to join me. Uh, try to do a show on December 23rd for Christmas since the 25th is Christmas and we're hell not doing a show on Christmas Day. Yeah. So anyone wants to do that, email me at talk at averagejoeshow.com see if we get some people together. Because, oh, what the hell, let's see if we can get a show out that week. And um, you want to see our complete list of guests, go to averagejoeshow.com slash schedule. Uh, that list is constantly updated. It also shows you all the spots that we do have open if anyone is interested in joining us. Of course, you go to the website, averagejoshua.com. You can shoot comments about the stories we did this week. Uh, check out the links to everything we talk about so you don't get lost. You can follow us along. Uh, donate button there. We got uh, links to all our friends that have been on the show that we shout out to. Everything's up there. So averagejoshua.com for that. And I want to thank everybody out there for joining us this week. Uh, be- before you sign off, can I say one thing? Say it. I challenge anybody out there that listens to the show to get on. I don't care who you are. If you got a mic and you got uh, an opinion on something, send Corey the email, man up, get on the show, and let's get it on. I'm done. Yes. That's it. That's all it is. It's not that hard to do the show. Some people are like, I'm afraid. I'm, I don't know what it's going to be. You know what? You shoot the stories over to us that you want to talk about. We talk about them. Yeah. I mean, even if it, it doesn't make sense, we're going to still talk about it. Yeah. We make up shit. We don't even know what we're talking about. No. What fun would that be? <laughs> if we knew what we were talking about, we'd be like, uh, I did some research this week, and according to a survey back in 19... 19- uh, screw that shit. Yeah, I, I don't we- got that kind of time. No, I, I don't want to have that kind of time. So anyway, I want to thank everybody out there for downloading this week's episode, spending a little bit of your bandwidth with us, and until next time, have a good one.